At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Football full circle on the right, fake to Armstrong, run, book five, book it to the end zone, touchdown! Launches down the middle for McCluskey, and he's got a three! Jason Kowalski, touchdown! Touchdown! They take the lead with three seconds left! Patterson to the end zone, drives his way in! Virginia Tech has won it! here we go college football full circle coming at you here on tuesday july the 13th mike carver and go for the two the great joe lisi right here sports grid radio on sirius xm channel 204 happy tuesday joe what's going on buddy Oh, I want to dive over the top, Carver. That's what I want oh, to do. Give I me like the this. luck right I now. I like this, I want baby. to go put you, On Air Mafia, Pharrell, stand in front of a couch. I want to jump over it. That's how I'm feeling today. I'm I'm all amped up. I want to go for the two, ah. go for the three. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it here as, as we're talking Big Ten football. I love it, Joe. This is a little feisty, ready to go over the top. Joe Lisi here today on a Tuesday, and we are going to talk – a little Big Ten football today. In fact, Joe, we've got Jerry DiNardo, of course, Big Ten Network, former coach at Indiana and LSU. He'll be joining us at 1.25 p.m. Eastern. We will go through the odds to win the Big Ten this year, some of the teams, some of the Heisman candidates, some of the big games early in the season. And, Joe, I guess when you start Big Ten, I mean, it's kind of like yesterday, what we talked about with Clemson. There's one team at the top. And then we kind of got to decipher through everybody else after that. But you know where it starts, Joe. And that's over in Columbus, Ohio with the Ohio (laughs) State University. Make sure you always say the, Joe, the Ohio State University. I know, right? Let's go back to the days of that, like, you know, Fagazi field turf that they had in Columbus, right? Oh. Right? With the days of Eric Kumaro <laughs> and my favorite running back uh, for the Ohio State Buckeyes and Carlos Snow from Cape High School in Cincinnati. You know, Greg Fry, all those guys. That's what I want to talk about, right? You know, I mean, what could you say? I mean, Urban Meyer, before Urban, it was Jim Tressel. They set a foundation for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And unfortunately, the other teams within the Big Ten, you know, teams like Michigan, teams like Michigan State, teams like Penn State, they've been close maybe to knock off the Buckeyes here and there maybe one time per year. But the consistency that the Ohio State team has each and every year is just, uh, it's not matched. And that's the problem. That's the mark uh, of a winning program is that they continue to reload Carver. And you got to credit Ryan Day, especially what he's able to do in terms of Dwayne Haskins, Justin Fields, in terms of the quarterback progression. Great job by that coaching staff. 
Yeah, and now he's going to try to do it again, right? Uh, because now Justin Fields off to the NFL, and in comes most likely, it sounds like, Joe C.J. Stroud, right? He's going to be most likely the guy that's going to take over. And and you know what? I give, I am high on Day, and I'll tell you this. When Meyer left, I wasn't sure Day was going to be the guy, Joe, but he proved right. me wrong very quickly. And the way that he coached that team last year, getting them to a national title game, Day is the real deal, and he's got himself set up now in Columbus for the long term. But how about now a change at quarterback? Because that is always an unknown. You can be a top recruit, Joe, but it's like DJU yesterday. You talk about it with C.J. Stroud. Until you get this guy on the field and you know you're not exactly sure. Right, exactly. And let's look at you know some of the, some of the cons to the quarterback situation, right? He's a, he's a redshirt freshman, right? So, so the problem is is that he really didn't play in critical games last year because they had such a short schedule. They needed to take care of business. There were only six games. They needed to win every game, and that's where Justin Fields dominated, right? They had some COVID games that were canceled. So you couldn't afford to go to Stroud at the end of the year, right? So that was the problem for the offense. Now, going forward in 2021, it's that quarterback to wide receiver relationship. Now you have Chris Olave, you have Garrett Wilson, right? You have Rucker, your tight end. The the pieces are there, but to, in order to build that consistency, it takes time. So you would have to say that game against Oregon is going to be very critical because they are a good defense. They can force turnovers. They have a front seven that can challenge that offensive line for Ohio State. So, so that's the mark right now. Can they get through the first month of the season unscathed and then develop the quarterback the rest of the way? No, you're right, and and that is their one kind of early test. They actually do open with the Big Ten game. They're at Minnesota to start the season, and we'll talk at some point this hour about my guy P.J. Fleck and rowing the boat up there. I love Love P.J. Fleck, Joe. I I love P.J. I I think uh, I know he's a little little zany for some people. I know he's (laughs) – listen, I know he's kind of like us, Joe. Like he brings a lot – he brings a lot of intensity. Like he brings – he's got a lot of fire, and I like that about P.J. up there in mini, but he needs to start producing some wins as right. well. But they've got that Oregon game, Ohio State early. They play Tulsa and Akron, and then they get in to their big part of the Big Ten schedule. So once again, Ohio State is going to be a player here in the Big Ten and in the national championship picture, as we know. All right, we're just getting going here. College football, full circle on a Tuesday. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi will come back. We'll dive into some of these other ops. We've got Jerry DiNardo later on. Right here, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. All right, College Football Full Circle right here. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. We are talking Big Ten today, and I will give you, Joe, the FanDuel odds to win the Big Ten this year. Not as big as yesterday with Clemson. You know, Clemson was minus 900 to win the ACC. Ohio State, only minus 220. And then you have Wisconsin at 6-1, to one, Penn State and Iowa at 9-1, to one, Indiana at 20-1, to one, Michigan 25-1, to one, Minnesota 30-1, to one, and then away we go. I don't think any of these other teams can win it. Here's the surprising thing to me, Joe, when I look at those odds. Because every year before this one, you could almost guarantee that the books and other people that kind of predict college football, they always love to prop the Michigan Wolverines up there. Ever since Harbaugh has gone there, it's always, this is the year it's finally going to happen for Michigan. This is the year. And now, Joe, for the first time since he's been there, they're kind of down the totem pole here. Like, I mean, geez, sixth in the odds to win the Big Ten at the start of the year? That is not where they have been. They've been second or third behind Ohio State every single year. And now Harbaugh's back. He's got a mess, in my opinion, Joe, at quarterback. I mean, I don't know what he's going to do here, whether it's going to be McNamara, whether it's going to be Bowman from Texas Tech. A lot going on at Michigan. Could now maybe they surprise some people that they're further down, or are they gonna, or they got them pegged where they should be, right around 6th or 7th in the Big Ten? I don't know about 6th or 7th, but I think they could be an 8-win football team. Problem is, it's not the quarterback per se. It's not Cade McNamara. It's not Alan Bowman, the big pocket passer that they got from Texas Tech, it's the philosophy. You know, with Josh Gaddis and that staff, what do they want to really do? Do they want to pound the rock on first and second down and, and establish the run game like he had Jim Harbaugh at Stanford? Or do they want to open it up because they had that type of quarterback with Shea Patterson? But the offensive philosophy was, hey, we're still going to run the football. And when the offense can't run the football anymore, then we become one-dimensional and predictable. That cannot happen. So until that changes, Carver, this is an eight-win football team. And that defense was atrocious under Don Brown last year, with or without COVID. I mean, they allowed 34 points per game. Uh. They gave up 188 rushing yards per game. Are you kidding me? How about this? They were 17-3 and at home prior to last year. They dominated in the big house for the most part. They lost all three home games. All three home. That yeah. falls on the head coach. I'm sorry. That's a mentality that falls on Jim Harbaugh. And you know what? The pressure's off in the sense of he isn't under the radar team right now because nobody believes in him. And the problem is it's like, oh, he's a blue-collar guy. Jim wears khakis, right? He's just like <laughs> us, right? Yeah, he, he, buy, he buys khakis, Carver, at Lululemon. That's the problem. You know what I want? <laughs> Give me the guy that shops at Ross for less with the irregular khakis, right? Right where he's got one leg up on his ankle and the other one down. Give me that guy that just doesn't care and just wants to win football games. That is the problem with the Michigan Wolverines, right? You want to establish this blue-collar work ethic, well, hit somebody in the mouth. You lose at home to your arch-rival, Michigan State, as a 25-and-a-half-point favorite? Are you kidding me? Somebody should have slapped him right after that. Yeah, that was a couple of ugly losses and just miserable defensive performances by the Michigan Wolverines last year. Where where were you? Did you think that uh, the big picture here for Harbaugh, did you think that he should have been whacked after this last season? Like, I've always been in the case of, I know that the Michigan alumni and their backers, they, they're so quick to want to get the next head coach out. But I, I got to tell you, Joe, like, who are you hiring if you fire Jim Harbaugh? Like, that's my, that's my one thing. Like, I know he hasn't won yet. And yep. I know he hasn't beaten Ohio State, but, like, honestly here, like, who are you hiring that's better as a coach, just, you know, as a coach, than Jim right. Harbaugh? That's how I've always looked at it. Well, I think it's twofold. You need a coach that can coach up the interior line and coach up a quarterback. I, I really believe that. Now, it, uh, the problem is, is that the Michigan faculty and boosters want a Michigan man. Right. So right. if they can get outside that cookie cutter mentality, there are two coaches that come to mind. Now, I don't know if they want the job, but Matt Campbell is a much better game day coach than Jim Harbaugh. 
Matt Campbell, what he was able to do in terms of Iowa State, I mean, just a physicality, coached up Brock Purdy, coaches up a mentality in that team, knocked off Oklahoma two years now, not back-to-back, but two years over the last four. And that one of those teams had Baker Mayfield. So that's a coach that steps up in big games, right? You know, especially as an underdog. The other one at this point in his career, and I know he's an Ohio State guy, but Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. Now, I believe Fickle's holding out for the Cincinnati Bengals job, and we could talk about that later down the road. But that I think those are two type of coaches. You still want that hard-nosed type of guy, right, that, that says, you know what, you push us, we're going to smack you in the mouth, and we don't care. We're going to beat you somehow, some way. Jim Harbaugh is not that coach anymore. He was that way in Palo Alto, not now. Yeah, Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. Uh, you know, I, I still I'm sour on him, Joe, after what he did with Tulsa last year. The way that he, well, just uh, I didn't true. I didn't like the way he handled himself in some of those blowout wins by Cincinnati. I thought that was ugly. That you remember the incident at the end of the Tulsa game last year. Right. Um, I didn't like that at all from Fickle. But listen, the guy can coach. There's no doubt about that. And and having those ties, etc. But you're right. He's probably waiting for that NFL job. Jeez, if the Bengals go from uh, the, the guy they have now, Zach Taylor, to Luke Fickle, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good move for the Bengals. I think uh, they need that, to go I mean, a I just said it that. before. Zach yeah. Taylor shouldn't be a coach in the NFL. No. It was a no, terrible quarterback in Nebraska, oh. too. I mean, it's amazing he even got a job. It's, it's funny. It's <laughs> Since you said Nebraska, Nebraska. I do want to get them in eventually. So let's go to Nebraska right now because I'm still of the belief they're 40 to 1 to win the Big 10 by the way. Oh, I'm God. still of the belief, Joe. Nebraska should not be in the Big 10. I think that it was an awful decision that they made to go and join it. I understand when everybody when all the chess pieces started moving around, you had to be left with a big bag of money somewhere and Nebraska found it in the Big 10. They just don't they've never fit right. And now you're sitting there, and Frost has been there a couple years now, and immediately it was, your Frost is going to bring Nebraska back to prominence. And so far, Joe, it has not looked that way. In fact, they get embarrassed by the big teams in this conference. Ohio State waxed them. So does Wisconsin. Nebraska's done an awful job here, and Frost needs to get things going there. I uh, totally agree with that, but I still think he's the right uh, coach for the job. I, I totally think he's the right guy for the job. problem with Scott Frost is he had two – too much success early on. You know, you take yeah. a team over for UCF with George O'Leary, 0-12, and, and two years later, you're 13-0 and and knocking off Auburn in a bowl game on New Year's Day, right? That's the worst thing that could have happened to Scott yeah. Frost, right? Now he goes back home, national champion, but this team was in shambles. It was in shambles with, with Bo Pelini. Let's make no mistake about it. I mean, Melvin Gordon's still running in the Big Ten Championship when they tacked on 70 on the Nebraska corners. He's still running. Melvin Gordon, are you kidding me? <laughs> Bo Pelini, another guy, screaming his head off, oh, right, while your Bo. defense gets ripped. He, last year at LSU, Bo Pelini. Bo Pelini looked like a deer in the headlights, like, we play defense here in Baton Rouge? Yeah, Bo, your team's down 40. You want to coach it up? Like, give me a break. It's, no, it's, it's true. Amazing. And, and mean, with I Frost... Mean, yeah, with Frost, Joe, like, let me just ask you this, and this can go for any coach. When you hire a guy from another program and you bring him in, how long should you realistically, and we only got 30 seconds here, Joe, maybe we'll save this for later on. Think about this, Joe, for later. How long should you realistically bring it, when you bring a guy in, give him before you start putting him on the quote-unquote hot seat? You know, I mean, two or three years, I don't think that's enough time. You've got to give guys a chance to maybe bring in a couple of recruiting classes, get their own guys in there, try to build a program. Sometimes everybody's so fast to want to get guys out of there after two years, Joe. It's just not there for me. We will talk about that later, Joe. I'll bring it back to you. We are right here, college football, full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Channel 204 on Sirius XM. We're going to come back, Joe. Jerry DiNardo, Big Ten Network. We'll get into it with Jerry right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we're back. College Football Full Circle right here, Sports Grid Radio, Channel 204 on Sirius XM. We're going to get Jerry DiNardo, Big Ten Network, up here in a couple of minutes. Joe, I, I want to finish off that point with Scott Frost, Nebraska, and it goes for a lot of coaches around the country in any conference. When you bring a guy in, a lot of expectations. You mentioned it. Frost, tremendous job at UCF. Goes back home to Nebraska. And these alumni and the boosters, everybody gets very itchy fast. They want to win right now. But realistically, Joe, how long do you need to give a guy like Frost going to Nebraska to, to really give him a chance? Is it two years, three years, four years, a couple recruiting classes? How long do you need to give a guy before you start calling for his head? I think it's three. In today's college football and NFL, because the win-now mentality, Carver, that's the problem. Free agency, the way teams just in two years can win a Super Bowl. Same thing with a national championship. I mean, that UCF type of situation is what every fan believes they have. And I think college fans are delusional. Like, let's be honest. Like, if you're, if you're Indiana, right, and you had a great year, like you did last year with Tom Allen. You realistically think you can go 13-0? and I mean, come on. There are certain programs where you have to accept 8-4. and four. Boston College, you're telling me right. you really think at Chestnut Hill you're going to be 12-0 you know, and 0 in the ACC yeah. every single year? <laughs> you have to expect a little bit of regression. Right now, the Blue Bloods, like the Nebraskas, the Penn States, the Ohio States, the Michigans, that's the norm in the Big Ten. So, but Nebraska is one of those blue bloods. The problem is, is that this wasn't a two-year rebuild. This was a seven-year rebuild because of where Bo Pelini drove this team right into the ground. He took the plane, and instead of pulling up, he went, "Uh." Joe. He did exactly what he did. He did exactly what he did last year in, in Baton Rouge. All over Bo Pelini here. Uh, college football full circle. And let's bring in right now Jerry DiNardo, of course, does an outstanding job. Big Ten Network, former coach at Indiana and LSU. Thankfully, uh, thanks for giving us a couple minutes here today, Jerry. Let's get you right into it here. Uh, it's got to be nice, Jerry, out of the gate here. We're about to start the college football season, and we're going to have like a full schedule, you know, non-conference games, a full Big Ten schedule, no more six games. I mean, this is great, Jerry as we're leading up to a new season here. Yeah, there's no doubt. I, I think we're all really looking forward to it. And You know, I, I appreciated how a lot of players around the country fought for last year. You know, I think it did some good. I think the voices were heard. Uh, you know, you look at Ohio State, you know, you look at Nebraska, some of the Big Ten schools, and I know there were schools and other conferences where the players really made their voice heard. You know, whether, they, whether people agreed with them or not, I think it was really a, a grow, growing experience for the young people, and uh, I'm like everybody else. I just can't wait to get started. Coach, always a pleasure for joining us. 
You know, we talk about closing the gap on Ohio State, right? You know, some teams can maybe do it once in a season, but to really consistently close that gap hasn't been the case in terms of the Big Ten teams. Now, there were two similar situations, Michigan and Penn State last year, where they got off to a terrible start. But James Franklin turned around that team at the end of the year where they did win four games down the stretch. Is this a team to really close the gap this year and challenge Ohio State? Well, closing the gap on Ohio State in the Big Ten is really more up to Ohio State than it is the rest of them. If if they're hitting on all cylinders, if they're maximizing their potential, nobody in the Big Ten is going to catch them. But this has been historic. I mean, even the 10-year war when Bo and Woody were going at it, Ohio State always had better players. I can remember, you know, I was at Notre Dame. We won the national championship in 73. We watched Oklahoma. We watched Ohio State on TV. We said, man, they both have a lot more talent than we do. So Ohio State has to falter a little bit for someone to catch them. I think the gap between Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan this year is probably bigger than it's been maybe in the 15 years of the Big Ten Network. I I mean, Michigan and Penn State had losing seasons last year. You're right, Joe. I think James did a great job rallying the team, this and that. But if you look at recruiting and you look at what's going on in Columbus, I don't think there's anybody close to them unless they mess it up. Because if they don't mess it up, nobody's going to catch them this year, I tell you that. And I don't see them catching them any time in the near future. They are better than everybody else by far. College football full circle right here. We're talking with Jerry DiNardo, Big Ten Network. Jerry, one of the teams that you coached, Indiana, really burst back onto the scene last year. A huge year for Michael Penix Jr. Sounds like he's going to be back from his injury. Is Tom Allen's team a, a one-year wonder here, or has he got some little staying power where they're going to stay towards the top half of the Big Ten? I, I think right now they're going to stay in the top half. Again, Penn State's down, Michigan's down. You, you just don't have a season like you had at Penn State, Michigan last year, and all of a sudden become what you have been historically. So I think Tom's done an unbelievable job. You know, I say this about Tom. When I was in Bloomington, I said it was a 10-year deal, not because I wanted a 10-year contract, because I evaluated (laughs) the situation. If you look at Kevin Wilson and Tom Allen, it's been 10 years, and Tom Allen will be the winningest coach in Indiana history Bill Mallory, the late, great Bill Mallory, won 69 games, and he's the winningest coach in Indiana history. Think about that, 69. Only about 30 of them were conference games. So Tom will redefine success in Bloomington. He's the perfect guy. He's a great guy. He's a great coach, and, and he's one of the really finest people in all of college athletics. And you think of Bill Mallory, the former Indiana head coach, that that iconic scene where he walked into the Michigan State locker room with George Perlis and and rooted on Michigan State in the Rose Bowl. I'll never forget that, Jerry. I want to talk about Minnesota. You know, we're East Coast guys, P.J. Fleck, disappointing season, but I feel like this team in the West has some value here with their quarterback, Tanner Morgan. Yeah, I, I, I think you're right, Joe. I, I think P.J.'s got a solid program. You know, will they, will they have a year like they had in 2019? You know, they may be few and far between. But, you know, that West Division, it, it, it's, in my opinion, resource-wise, it's the most balanced division in college football. It's not perhaps the best division in college football, but when you look at how close all seven teams are, any one of those teams can really win it after they, they get themselves established and have an established quarterback. Northwestern's won it two out of the last three years. You know, if, if the Big Ten wasn't divided, you know, Northwestern's not going to win the conference. But the fact that it's divided 7-7, seven and seven, it gives all those Western teams a chance to beat Ohio State in Indianapolis. You don't have to be a better team. You just have to be a better team on that day when you play in Indianapolis. And so – all those Western teams are really pretty much evenly matched, and I certainly would put Minnesota and P.J. Fleck in that matchup group. Jerry, a couple of coaches last year, of course, had tough starts because they really didn't have any offseason. They couldn't have proper training camps. We didn't know when the season was going to go. But you have Greg Schiano back at Rutgers. you got Mel Tucker at Michigan State. Of course, he had a rough start. Can these guys now, having a full offseason to kind of get their own programs going, can we expect Michigan State and Rutgers to improve a little bit now that those guys have some time to get their stuff going? Well, 
Yeah, I think so. But, you know, it's not about the X's and the O's. It's about the Jimmy's and the Joe's. And I don't think there's any doubt (laughs) that Greg will recruit better than anyone has ever recruited at Rutgers since Greg when he was there the first time. And so he's going to have more talented, more talent than Rutgers has ever had at, at, if he stays at Rutgers, which I anticipate him doing. Mark Antonio was a, was a great coach. Uh, he was tremendous for the game, but he wasn't passionate about recruiting. You know, it wasn't something that he embraced. Mel Tucker has to embrace recruiting, has to have a big-time back room, you know, they have to give Michigan State's not full with resources like Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State. So they've got to give Mel a little bit more to work with, a little bit more money, a little bit more personnel, and let him do his deal in recruiting. Because in the East Division, you know, obviously Michigan, even though they haven't played well, they recruit well. Penn State, even though they had a losing season last year, they recruit well. And then you've got the monster in Columbus. And so uh, Mel will have better personnel over period of time than Mark D'Antonio does. Remember, Mark D'Antonio was in the college football playoffs in 2015, and it was because of coaching and developing. It's hard to make it nowadays on coaching and developing. It's more about to I want to keep it there, Coach, with Jim Harbaugh. Can he finally develop a quarterback in Ann Arbor? I mean, can he develop Cade McNamara or Alan Bowman to the point where they can be a contender this year? Well, sure, he, 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 he might, but there's no evidence that he will. I, I mean, uh, I, I, you know, none of us can predict the future. You know, he's had so much staff turnover. You know, it was supposed to be a spread attack last couple of years. Uh, now it looks like a spread, spread mid, Midwest, Jim Wall, uh, Bill Walsh, and, and all kinds of stuff mixed in together. So he's he fired Don Brown, so there's a new defensive coordinator. You know, there's just no stability. It's just they're a, they're a hard, hard team to, to to figure out. Their best day every year is signing day, and after that, it's hard to uh, see a team that has developed that kind of talent. Jerry, I got about 30 seconds left here. It seems like every year in the West, Iowa, like nobody talks about Iowa every any year. And then you, you look up in late November, and there they are with a chance to go to the Big Ten title game. Iowa going to have that same kind of team this year? Absolutely. They're going to have the same kind of team every year. You know, and let, let's give Kurt Ferentz a lot of credit. I mean, he went through this racial issue with Iowa. He, he stopped talking, he said, and he, and he listened, and he made that program better. They've had their best recruiting year. I think since Kurt's been there, he's a great coach. He'll be in the mix of the West every single year. Jerry, tremendous job. We can't thank you enough for a few minutes. We look forward to watching you on the Big Ten Network this year. College football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi. We'll come right back. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 2. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we're back. College Football Full Circle right here, Sports Grid Radio. Channel 204 on Sirius XM, Mike Carver and Joe Lisi. Joe, tremendous stuff from Jerry DiNardo right there. Big Ten Network. Uh, one of the best, uh, looking forward to him getting things going. I know he's fired up to have a full season like we all are here in college football. <laughs> oh, it's great to hear Coach. You know, Coach tells it like it is, and he's he's very, very honest, right, in terms of his yeah. assessment. And we talked about it in the break in terms of hearing his breakdown of Michigan, that he couldn't put really a, a projection on that team because he really didn't know. Which really tells me that Jim Harbaugh has that program in disarray. I'm sorry. That's the way I read Coach. Because he goes out. He goes out to the spring camps. He watches the spring games. He knows what he's watching on the field. The fact that he doesn't understand what type of offense they're trying to run, they're in complete shambles. I'm t- They're going to be a mess this year. They're going to be a mess unless that defense all of a sudden becomes like the Alabama defense of like five years ago. <laughs> well, I don't think that that is going to happen. Um, I mentioned Mel Tucker with him and and Shiano and a couple of these guys who really, listen, when you when you start a job, Joe, the, everybody in, in all walks of life had a tough, obviously, year last year with everything going on. But the way the Big Ten yo-yoed to we're not playing to where we're playing, if you were a first-year head coach, it probably – uh, didn't help the situation, that's for sure. Uh, Michigan State, when was, I can't remember, Joe, the last time Michigan State has been this down as a football program, <laughs> as it's going to be this year with Tucker at the helm. I, I mean, Joe, like they're projected from a lot of people to finish last. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And, and listen, the Big Ten has Rutgers in it, and Michigan right. State's being predicted to finish last. That is not a good scene in East Lansing. No, it's not. And it started at the end of D'Antonio's career, right? You know, at the end, think about what Michigan State was. Jerry mentioned 2015 with Connor Cook. And when they had, obviously, they went up against C.J. Beathard in, in Iowa, right? They were predicated on a blue-collar game, right? You run the football between the tackles, average three and a half, four yards per carry, work off a of play action, and you have that defense that could hold opposing offenses in check and maybe limit 20 points per game. That was not the case over the last couple of years for Michigan State. You know, you look at the rushing attack back 2018, they averaged around 4.4 yards per carry. Guess where they were last year, Mike? 2.6. And on the Uh. flip side, 12 sacks last year. Now, I know it was a limited season, six games. But 12 sacks, there were teams that had 20 sacks, 25 sacks. So on top of the the breakdown of the offensive line, on top of the fact that they don't have playmakers on the perimeter to play that type of style. So what what do teams do? They stack the box and they force Peyton Thorne and Rocky Lombardi last year to beat you over the top. Well, without an elite wide receiver, you're not going to be able to do that. You become predictable. So that was the problem for Michigan State. It gets a little bit better. They get Anthony Russo, the big play uh, quarterback that transferred in from Temple. He's a, another strong arm quarterback, right? But the problem is he's really only effective if that run game is is there. And so that's going to be the thing. Now, Kenneth Walker, another transfer from Wake Forest. I love this kid. This guy runs with an attitude. He'll run through a wall for you. Playing for Wake Forest last year, he, he abused players and defenses last year. So this guy's going to be an added addition. I just don't know if they have enough on the defensive side of the ball to really challenge some of the better teams. And you look at that game against Michigan, it was like, oh, we have this here, and then they failed the rest of the way. So, again, I think this is a sub-500 team selling Mel Tucker and, and the Michigan State Spartans throughout the 2021 campaign, especially if they're underdogs. Yeah, I'm selling them too, Joe. I'm with you there 100%. Uh, looking around the Big Ten at some of these Heisman candidates at FanDuel, I, you know, just trying to pick a couple guys out who maybe we can get in the mix. I mean – C.J. Stroud is the highest Big Ten player on the board at 16-1. to 1. Uh, you got Sean Clifford from Penn State at 50-1. to 1. You've got Michael Penix Jr. at 80-1. to 1, And, who, geez, I mean, he was unbelievable last year right. before he got hurt. Master Teague, 100-1. to 1. Graham Mertz, 
Wisconsin. I would never waste my time on a ticket for Graham Mertz <laughs> to win the Heisman at 100 to 1. And even, uh, how about this one? I mean, but I will say, Adrian Martinez, 100 to 1, Joe. Oh, I mean, geez, God. that should be about 200 to 1 for Adrian there. But not a lot of. And look, we'll have to look deeper in this list as we get closer. Maybe we can find a couple guys in the 150 to 200 range. Maybe two his brother. How about Talia at Maryland, Joe? Could I get you? You know what? I'd rather get a 150 to 1 ticket on, on Tagliovoa than get it on any of these other guys in the Big Ten. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a great point. I mean, and look at what he was able to do. Pulled the game out against Minnesota on that Thursday night. Great. Everybody bet Minnesota. We're up 21. <laughs> they lose, right, with the extra point. And then he dominates Penn State in that back. I mean, I wish I had Maryland in that game. I didn't. I was covering for in-game live. Maryland, they were catching like 28 and a half points. They're up 35-0 on James Franklin and Penn State. Are you kidding me? That's a 63-point differential. Amazing. Mike Loxley, I don't like him as a coach, but he's got an explosive quarterback. Now, when we talk about the Heisman, right? I mean, the problem is, is that we can get guys that can compile, but realistically, we need quarterbacks or running backs or wide receivers that can be mentioned in a national championship run. Right Outside of Lamar Jackson, Devontae Smith, Joe Burrow, Baker Mayfield was in the college football playoff, right? Kyler Murray was there. So you really need a team that can contend. Outside of Ohio State, let's look to Penn State. Can you see Sean Clifford hoisting the Heisman in 2021? No No way. I mean, as much as I'm back in Penn State, Sean Clifford's not winning the Heisman. Dotson may be the wide receiver if he goes off and has a Devontae Smith type of year. But outside of that, who do we have? It's so hard, Joe. It's so hard for wide receivers to win that. It's so hard for – and I know that Smith did it last year. But I feel like what Smith did was so unworldly with Alabama. I just feel it's so tough for a wide receiver to win this award. It's such a quarterback and even running back type of award. And that's why, honestly, if I had to take one, if you had to, if I had to pick one guy out of this little list that I just put together of big 10 players that are a hundred to one or, or better, I think it's master Teague for me. I think it's hundred to one with the back from Ohio state who maybe is going to shoulder a little bit more load with a new quarterback there in Stroud. I think that might be where I'd want to put a ticket on. Yeah, not bad. Master Teague, I mean, he doesn't wow you, right? He doesn't have that flash, that like Barry Sanders-esque type of type of game, right? He's going north and south. You know where he is, and he's going to bulldoze you any stretch, you know, throughout the game. That's, that's, his, that's his MO. And he's going to compile yards, right? Before Trey Sermon, it was Master Teague. So yeah. I, I like that bet. I'll give you another one that's probably not on the radar, and it comes from Indiana. They have a dynamic quarterback in Michael Penix. Stephen Carr transfers in from USC. Now, mm. I was on Stephen Carr two years ago when he had that breakout freshman campaign, had the neck injury, never really lived up to expectations. He takes over for Stevie Scott. They're going to utilize this guy in terms of the short intermediate passing game, an Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook type of player. If Indiana has a little bit of a run, you, may, you might want to throw something on Stephen Carr. He's not there now. But I'm telling you, this kid could be electric. He returns kicks as well. That's always an added attribute when we talk about the Heisman. No, you're right, Joe. And and that's something that you definitely have to look at when you're trying to handicap these awards. You want guys that are going to touch the ball as much as possible. Uh, And the only thing that with with Mertz, uh, Mertz was the first guy with the NIL, right? He, like, had the logo out. You know, four seconds after that deal was announced. But Mertz can keep his logo, Joe, because he's not winning the Heisman in Wisconsin this year. Uh, Are we kidding? Uh, uh, Like Graham Mertz in a big spot? I mean, come on. He dominates Oregon State. He goes like 16 of 16. It's like, oh, we have Graham Mertz. Great. You could keep Graham Mertz, all right, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, come on. He's only going to be effective if that run game is there. And we know what Wisconsin has. I hate Paul Christ as a coach. Uh, Too inconsistent for me. Doesn't play aggressive. I mean, you have Ohio State on the ropes in the Big Ten championship game. You know, go all out, right? They were dominating that first half. He laid up like 10 cup in the second half. Are you kidding me? Come on. You cannot do that. You have nothing to lose. 
Uh, how about Tanner Morgan? I mean, the guy threw for 30 touchdown passes a couple of years ago. Granted, that was that was with Tyler Johnson and Rashad Bateman. But, I mean, he has the potential. You can't say that P.J.'s not going to potentially open it up. I mean, Tanner Morgan would be, a, from a quarterback perspective, him and Pinnix in terms of that type of assessment. Minnesota, Joe, to win the West, plus, uh, actually 10 to 1, plus 1,000. Minnesota to win the Big Ten West. And look, that's just, that's just getting, to the, getting to the Big Ten title game. That's all you need to do there with that bet with Minnesota is get to the Big Ten title game, and it's 10 to 1. Um, you know, PJ, obviously, you got to beat, you know, we know Wisconsin and Iowa, you got to get ahead of them. That's, and they haven't been able to do that the last couple of years, but that could be a little value bet for me, Joe. If I wanted to make one in terms of either a future for the conference or the division, I think betting Minnesota to win the West is a, is a fun one that I could go with. Yeah, you have to look. Now, everybody's going to look at Bateman, but they get, you know, Outman Bell and they get Jackson back. So there's two of the top three leading receivers for the team. Mo Ibrahim is a beast. And you look at the offensive line, four starters return. Now, and this is something that we have to bring up as well in terms of the starters. A lot of teams are going to have starters, right, because of what happened with COVID. So, you know, if the starters suck, per se, you know, we got to keep that in mind as well. Are they good starters or are they bad starters? You know, just to have experience doesn't mean all of a sudden they hit the ground running, they're going to win 10 games. So that matters. But I like Fleck as a coach. I really do. I think he's he gets it. He buys in. And you can row the boat. I have no problem with that because, you know what, in a tough spot, P.J. Fleck makes me money. Right, and that and that's what we talk about in terms of coaches getting it. Right, the kids buy in. Right, when they're underdogs, they come to play. That's what you want to see out of a team. They averaged 191 rushing yards per game last year, so they're going to run the football. Now they lost some tough games. That Maryland game, they shouldn't have lost. There's no way they should have lost that game last year. Right? I mean, come on. They no. had they had the Terps dead and buried in that game. They sure did, and, I, and I'm with you. I remember that game. Oh, what an awful, awful loss for Minnesota last that night. I was on the Gophers too, Joe. Um, <laughs> early season, uh, Nebraska-Illinois are actually playing in week zero. August 28th, you get the Big Ten season started. Brett Bailema, we haven't talked about him going back to the Big Ten. He'll be coaching Illinois. Nobody ever wins at Illinois, Joe, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Brett can come back. Nobody ever wins at Illinois. Lovey didn't win. Nobody before him win. Nobody ever wins at Illinois. It's just that simple. <laughs> it, it, it really, it really is like you know. I mean, you could throw in a couple of a couple of coaches throughout their tenure, right? You know, Lovey got them to a bowl game. Oh, Illinois oh, back wow. and then next year, right? Wow. I mean, it's, got them to a bowl but they game. did beat Nebraska, right? That's the crazy thing is that Nebraska wow. lost to them and got abused by by Brandon Peters. Now he gets the senior quarterback and Brandon Peters back. He's got to coach up that offensive line. That's what Brett Bielma does, right? And, and they're gonna. They're going to slowly progress. They, this is not going to be a team that's going to come come out of nowhere. So we'll see what happens. We'll you see. Got to give them time. Got to give them three years, Joe. You got to give Brett a little time to get Illinois off the ground. All right, college football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We will come back, Joe, and wrap it up. I've got some big early season games for you. College football full circle right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we're back. College Football Full Circle right here, Sports Grid Radio. Channel 204 on Sirius XM wrapping up a Tuesday. Great stuff today from Jerry DiNardo, Big Ten Network. A couple big games, Joe, early on in the Big Ten. Oregon at Ohio State in Week 2. Iowa at Iowa State Week 2. Washington goes to the Big House against Michigan Week 2. Three really huge out-of-conference games for Big Ten teams that week. And in Week 3, Auburn at Penn State, which will be a very good game. And our boy P.J. Fleck goes to Colorado, Minnesota at Colorado, and Nebraska at Oklahoma, where they're going to get absolutely throttled. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what. You know, and, and we know Blue, it's a, a friend of the network, went to ball. Do you have enough confidence in Anthony Brown going up against Ohio? I don't. No, no, no way. No. Not, not going to happen. Oregon got abused by Iowa State, a, a blue-collar team, right? There's no way they're going to challenge Ohio State in that game. I will say this. I'm looking forward to that Auburn-Penn State game. That goes yeah. back to the days. I mean, that's... Look back. I mean, those are the days of, like, DJ Dozier. And, I I mean, you know, just get me going, Todd Blackwood. Those are the type of games I want to see, right? I mean, and you just talk about this. That quarterback situation, Bo Nix gets a deal, but he's got TJ Finley lurking in the background. The former starter at LSU said he didn't come there to actually be a backup. So how does that fall into place for Auburn and Penn State? Because if that quarterback situation's lurking with the NIL deal, right? You got to keep. I think Sean Clifford yeah. gets that done. I think they get it done over Harson. We'll see. We'll see that how that plays out. I, the one game I really like, and it, I'm going against the grain. Michigan's got to find a way they to have crawl to. on their oh. knuckles as a two and a half point they underdog have to. and steal that win at home. They have to win that game. Have to win that game, Joe. I'm with you 100%. Great job today, Joe. Great job by Andrew Torres, Jerry DiNardo. College football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We'll see you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.